welcome to Ordinary Holiness, a place to share stories of how God is working in the ordinary of our lives. Hello, listeners, and welcome back, or welcome for the first time. Yeah. We are um, excited to share some stories with you and get our podcast going. I am Susan Speck. And I am Samantha Baker. And we are the co-hosts of Ordinary Holiness. So episode two. Episode two. Um, our episode where we get to start sharing stories. So exciting. We are beyond excited to be able to start doing this because it's something that we are really passionate about and really want to share with others and just have some amazing ways the Lord is working in our lives. So Susan, you're up first. We're just going to dive right there in. There go. Head first. There we go. Yes. Sink or swim. Sink or swim. We're swimming. <laughs> Here we go. We are swimming. Um, yeah, so we um, have kind of discerned through a couple different stories, which mm-hmm. I think um, are all beautiful, all in their own way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're, I'm going to open up um, with a story that has happened within the past year, um, past school year at um, the school that I am teaching at. Um, Just a quick refresher, I am a um, public school teacher at the high school level, and I teach physical education and health education at this school. Um, So I um, was going into my second year of education at this school, and I was nominated for an award in October of 2020. Yep. (laughs) And um, so at this time, I was uh, coaching volleyball, and we're in the middle of our season, actually towards the end of our season, where we have our postseason coming up. Yeah. Stressful. Yes. We are playing our best best volleyball at this time, Um, and uh, I get a a call from my principal saying that I was nominated for an award, and um, with this award comes some extra work, and... I was very grateful, and I didn't think the work would be that much, but they piled it on. (laughs) (laughs) If we're being honest. (laughs) If we're being honest, yes. Um, So I had to write uh, three essays um, and get that turned in to um, the district and um, so that I could be up for this award. So uh, it's due on Monday, and I um, am sitting at home on Sunday at 3 p.m., hoping that um, I could do anything else in the world besides write these essays um, for this award. So um, in a, with a not not a very good attitude, um, I offer the time up to the Lord and um, don't really know what um, I'm supposed to write. And so I quickly just ask the Lord um, to let his Um, words come from my mouth Mm. and the title of the essay is um, original essay so after uh, successfully completing your first year of teaching what advice would you give a beginning teacher wow yeah so many things so many things that you can put in this essay and I just remember thinking lord I don't know I don't know Mm. what I would tell teacher Mm -hmm. I I just kind of like felt like I was trying to keep my head above the water yeah half of well, more than half of the year. <laughs> um, yes. And so I said, just let the Holy Spirit flow um, from my hands right now. Um, so I typed this letter up 
or this essay up and uh, send it into my principal. She makes a few edits uh, and says, okay, you're good to go. Um, and at that, I was like, great, my job's done. <laughs> Wipe it off my yeah. hands. Yeah. Uh, and so the elimination process is um, takes several months. Um, so we just finished this, the volleyball season out um, and haven't heard anything since. Um, and then at the end of um, January, mm -hmm. it was the end of January. Yeah, end of January, um, I was asked by my principal to um, get on a Zoom call um, with some of the district leaders. And I just said, yes, she's my boss. Okay. <laughs> so I get on this Zoom call and it's a bunch of the, the big wigs um, in the district who I do know by name. Um, but felt very out of place in this meeting. And I um, get on and my screen's off and I'm muted. I feel like a student <laughs> on online school, remote schooling. And um, someone asks um, Coach Beck, how, like, how are you doing today? And so I said, oh, I have to unmute myself and turn my screen on. So I <laughs> let me do my hair real fast. Yeah. <laughs> Changed it really quickly and said, I had a great day. Um, got to teach health today um, and do some fun activities in PE. And then we had... Um, one of the uh, district leaders come on and said, we're about to make your day even better. And um, I was like, okay, and how are you going to do that? Um, and then they announced that um, I was one of 32 uh, teachers in the state of Kansas um, to receive this honor. Wow. Um, so at that moment, it was, um, I didn't know that this was happening. So I was able to give gratitude to all the people, the community around me, mm. um, all the people who invested, um, their time and energy to help me through my first year yeah. as a teacher. Yeah. Um, and it takes a lot of people, uh, and for them to, yeah, just be willing to sacrifice their time and their energy to make sure that, um, I felt accepted and I felt prepared um, to in, embark in this new journey as an educator at the high school level right. um, and thank all the people in the district as well. Um, they are incredible and very supportive. Um, so right off the bat, um, very grateful. Um, but I think one of the very um, just inspirational things that came from this situation was the community um, and the amount of people that um, the Lord allowed to touch through this circumstance, through this mm. award. Uh, I had, I think, three of my elementary school teachers send mm. me a letter, so a handwritten cool. letter. Wow. Yeah. And um, three send me an email. And I had several who um, reached out to my parents to tell me um, congratulations. And they, in their emails and their letters, um, they were just, um, you know, very, very proud of me, but they also um, were very uh, kind in the fact that they said, like, this is no surprise, you know, all these different things. And I would respond with, uh, you know, you were a, a main reason yeah. why um, I am in education today yeah. um, and um, why I can stand as an educator and be confident in the fact that, um, you know, we're doing something for someone bigger. Yeah. Um, and I had several teachers who responded um, with different ways that the Lord was like working in their lives. 
um, and how he has come through for them in challenging circumstances. Um, one thing I would always sign my emails with was um, the glory goes up to him and the blessings fall down on us. And um, immediately they would respond with, yeah, absolutely. And they would share part of their story or they would share something that um, just really touched me and um, brought the love of Jesus Christ to light yeah. uh, through this award. Um, so it was incredible the um, the amount of people that it was able to reach out to yeah. and um, people who I haven't talked to in a long time. Wow. Several years, several years. And just also tell them thank you um, for the work that they've done. And I remember so telling some of my teachers, like, I don't think I ever thanked you properly oh, wow. um, for the formation and for you seeing me and loving me as a fifth grader. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I saw Jesus Christ in that. And I didn't know that then, but I know that now. Yeah. And I want to thank you now. Wow. And so the Lord allowed, yeah, like this award to be, to remind me, hey, Susan, like actually like this person had a huge influence on your life and actually was, I was loving you through this person. Um, and yeah, so it was incredible. And that was one of the, the biggest takeaways um, when I, would sit back and kind of reflect on um, this award um, was just how the Lord was working when I was five. Yeah. In kindergarten. Right. And like even to think now, it's not like you would have said like, Jesus worked in my, like in your essay, like mm -hmm. you never said his name. Right. Yeah. So my essay, it was, um, yeah, kind of tricky um, to... Uh, let the Lord be seen in this essay and without, yeah, directly saying Jesus Christ. And I remember, um, like thinking this is kind of fun to like, um, speak all of his words without, um, saying like Jesus is the reason. Yeah. And I put, I started off the essay with, um, a quote from St. Catherine of Siena, be who you are meant to be and you will set the world on fire. Um, and yeah, so and so good. just a challenge to like the new teachers that we all have these different gifts and talents um, that the Lord has given us and no one else can do what he has called us to do. Yeah. Um, so that was like how I um, encouraged the teachers to start. Uh, but but more so was all of my um, little things that, that I, I told them, you know, like this is advice for you. Um, was all things that I have learned from Jesus yeah. and um, like being grateful and um, you are serving the person in front of you mm. and loving that person. And I think one of the um, sentences that probably caught a lot of people's attention um, was the last sentence. And I said, finally, I would tell beginning teachers to do small things with a great love in your heart. You know who yeah. that is? Jesus. That's right. Choosing to love those in front of you will change the way you teach, talk, act, and live. I learned very quickly that when tr true charity was found in my heart for my students, being a teacher became not a job or even a career. It became a calling. Yeah. That's so profound. Yeah. And it's, but yet so simply said. And I think that's something that we are constantly referring to is like, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be elaborate. Mm -hmm. It can be just as simple as choosing to love the person in front of yeah. you. And I, and I think that like you are a part of a large district. So the amount of people 
that were impacted by this essay is very profound because I mean, in thinking about how this would work, like there's a lot of people that would have to read this. There's a lot of people that, you know, after you've won this award that are going to be impacted because mm-hmm. they're going to hear that you want it or be able to read part of your essay or be interviewed. So, I mean, the fact that you allowed yourself to be an instrument to let Jesus work through you is really, really profound and a blessing to be able to witness. Yeah, and I remember thinking, um, now that you say that, the first thing that came to my mind when um, I was announced the winner, I was like, they saw you, Lord. Yeah. Like they, they read you in my essay yeah. and I just remember like not telling anyone that, but just like, just like my heart was just like mm. beaming. Yeah. And it was, I was so excited because I was like, yes, mm. like we did it, Lord, yeah. we did it. And like you said, yeah, there was, um, so many people, um, different news articles and stuff that would that would um, ask to interview me, and they asked several different questions, but um, most of them would ask, like, what does this award mean to you? Um, And very quickly, I was able to respond with um, its confirmation and uh, affirmation in the fact that I'm doing this work for someone bigger than me. And so when I'm taking taking my eyes off of myself and I look at the person in front of me and love that person, like we were talking about, we can engage the hearts and then transform the world around us. Mm. And it is, you know, it is that simple. And I think, um, I think, especially as educators, we need to be reminded that like, yeah, we're just called to love Mm -hmm. and we get caught up in all of this um, curriculum and Um, assessments and state testing and all these different things that we have to get done Um, and I in this you know in the essay and um, in some of my responses um, I was just encouraged like the Lord said no like remind people that we're here to love them Mm -hmm. and these students that you have in front of you they need my love more than anything Mm -hmm. and so when we teach with with an overflow of Jesus's love, like coming from an overflow of his love coming out of us. It's so easy to see that person, that student, that athlete, um, the coworker, whoever it is with this, like this vision that they are a masterpiece. Like mm-hmm. they are the Lord's masterpiece. Mm-hmm. And very quickly, especially when we're invite um, the Holy Spirit into a conversation or into a lesson into a day, into your classroom, um, it transforms the way that you interact with people. Mm. And it transforms like, um, I mean, within seconds you can have, because of the Lord's grace, you can have um, greater patience for Mm. your students. You can have um, the ability to like view something from a different perspective. Mm. And yeah, it's incredible that uh, the Lord gives us that grace. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think about the freedom that you're able to provide for those people that you reach, that, like, I was able to do this. Like, not in a way that's, like, look at me, but, Mm. like, look at Jesus. Like, Mm. I was able to do this and provide freedom for other people. Like, I'm talking about him. Now you guys, it's okay to talk about him. Mm -hmm. Like, we can do that. And in St. Jose Maria says, like, add a supernatural motive to your ordinary professional work, and you will have sanctified it. Which I think you are living out so well in this award and how you choose to receive like these um, after ripples 
from mm-hmm. like winning the award mm-hmm. that you even how you sign your email like mm-hmm. how simple that is like that closing sentence um that it just invites freedom for those yeah. people to be able to say like Jesus is Jesus like he's the one doing the work yeah. here not me yeah yeah and just also like reminding people too that it like absolutely like I'm very honored to receive this award but it's not me mm-hmm. and without the community around me like I mentioned earlier um, I could have not done it and I remember you know receiving the text from one of my coworkers who just was like rock steady all you know all um, year long for me she was an, another health teacher and just like was 100% bought in and said like what do you need how can I help you and I remember texting her and saying like I couldn't have done this without you and she said well you probably could have and I said well you I'm so grateful for you Mm -hmm. and um and also like can't do it without without Jesus like this desperate Mm -hmm. need of Lord without your graces quite honestly I will not be able to make it through the day today yeah like you there are going to be challenges and there are going to be tough students and there are going to be circumstances where like at just a human level, I can't do it. So I need your supernatural power to yeah. uh, and graces to like move within me. Um, and he absolutely comes through the moment that you call on him, um, call on the Holy Spirit, invite the Holy Spirit in, like they're in a heartbeat. Um, but yeah, it was honestly such a good reminder of the Lord saying like, all these people like Susan have gotten you to this place. Mm-hmm. Like you are nothing like by yourself you are nothing Nothing. you are nothing without me you are nothing without the community that has surrounded you in and so like just from like sitting with that like lord thank you like thank Mm. you for these people and like for placing these people in my life at this moment at this exact moment when i desperately needed you and i desperately needed help from these other people and Mm. he knew that so he said okay strategically like now enter this person Mm. now enter this person wow And yeah, and like not taking the time to like actually sit down and think through that and Mm -hmm. um, allow the Lord to work is just, just a disservice, you know, to, to um, the Lord and all of his beautiful ways. Yeah. Divine providence. Yes. I mean, absolutely. You can't, no human could possibly Mm -hmm. do that. Like the fact, Mm -hmm. like you said, this person entered at this moment Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And that's God. Like, yeah. there's no other way to explain it. There's not. No. But I think you being the instrument and allowing Jesus to work through you is amazing. Mm-hmm. But then also you can have, like, the opposite yeah. where Jesus can be sent to you through others. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it. And I think that um, we forget it's a two-way street. And mm-hmm. we get used to um, either always being the instrument or always receiving mm-hmm. one of the two instead mm-hmm. of being completely open to, um, okay, now, now Sam, now Susan, now you must serve or now's the time to receive. Mm-hmm. And, um, and both are vital, mm-hmm. <laughs> vital for, um, our growth and holiness. So yeah, Sam, why don't you share your story? Yeah. So my story comes very simply. I, I was planning an event for my high schoolers and I had to be the MC host for the event. And that is something that is not in my wheelhouse. 
Um, and so I was really nervous. And I happened to be uh, standing in a parking lot with two friends and I was telling them about like, hey, tomorrow, like, can you pray for me? I have this event, I'm really nervous about it. Can you just pray for me? And so my one friend was like, oh, there's gonna be thousands of people watching you. Like, there's gonna be lots of people, there's so much pressure. And I was like, no, that's not what I needed. And this other friend just simply said, actually, there's only one that matters, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, everything just washed away. Like all the nervousness, mm -hmm. all the anxiety, all the expectations were just gone. And so the next day when this event is happening, I just very clearly remember that, that fact coming to mind and just welcoming the Holy Spirit into that comfort of that statement. And when I did look out at the crowd and I did see the students, I just remembered that, like, it's Jesus. It's, mm. I'm doing this for Jesus. And if it impacts just one heart, then that is more than enough. It's worth it for one person. But the fact that this was so simply said in a parking lot outside of a church, and that was it. Like, mm -hmm. it wasn't super complicated. It wasn't something that was elaborate. It was just that simple sentence of only one matters, mm -hmm. Jesus. And the fact that it provided me so much peace and encouragement was just what my heart needed. And I think for me, the fact that I was open to receiving it was the graces of God. Because mm -hmm. I, we've talked about this before, where Susan and I have this great capacity to love, but sometimes it's very difficult for us to be able to like receive. Um, and so in that moment, to have like a heart to receive what was being said to me is just like wow mm -hmm. like to show how much I've grown how much I've transformed um and how much like the Lord is really wanting to work in my life to simply just say that statement to be able to help me get through the day and just be able to um hold on to that truth and to have encouragement in that moment so thank you to those friends and thank you to the Lord like to move through them mm -hmm. to speak to me and just for me to be able to have a heart to receive that and to listen. Yeah. And yeah, that's what I was thinking when you were telling that story is how beautiful that is that um, this friend was able to speak um, so such truth and such mm -hmm. love in one sentence, mm -hmm. not um, not really knowing the impact that it's going to, going no. to have on you no. at all. No. Yeah. And for you to carry it with you the rest of the day. Um, and just like go back to it is just very powerful. But again, divine providence, the Lord knew that this was a challenge for you and he wanted this challenge for mm -hmm. you. And he was excited that like, this was your challenge mm -hmm. and, um, he knew that you could do it, but you needed a little reassurance. Mm -hmm. So working through this friend, the Lord said, here, tell Sam this, right. and it will bring immense peace and immediate consolation and encouragement and affirmation that no you are equipped mm -hmm. you are equipped to do this you have um you have all the tools mm -hmm. you just need a little reassurance and so that friend bringing just jesus like mm -hmm. i mean straight into you mm -hmm. you know yeah. is incredible and then yeah absolutely for you to have the um the openness, um, to, to be able to receive it, um, 
and say yes like that's exactly what I needed and thank you for that mm-hmm. um, is amazing and that's that's the you know they're they're yeah. big things and there's little things yeah. and the Lord's moving in all of the things mm-hmm. and sometimes we um, we miss the the ordinary holiness in this in the simple things because we're looking for like this big um crazy award yeah that is one and they're like oh and then i can thank the lord right now start with that <laughs> right yeah and um and the, i mean the fact of the matter is he's in everything mm-hmm. and in all people and um it's just our job to to find find him Mm-hmm. And bring light. Yeah. And as you were sharing, I like the Lord brought in the image of later that day, someone came up to me and said, like, you did an amazing mm-hmm. job. Like, your voice was so angelic. Mm-hmm. And so, and I was like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, the Lord definitely wanted me there mm-hmm. and, like, wanted me to be saying those things, even though it wasn't something that I would have, mm-hmm. it took a lot of resistance up to that point. And for someone to work on my heart, to be able to say like, no, you really need to, you should do this. Mm-hmm. Like, I really think you should do this. But yeah, I think it is in those simple things and you would miss them if you're not like having those eyes and having that mindset of like Jesus, mm-hmm. which is so simple, but yet can also be so complicated. Cause again, the world we live in, you know, it's like, it has to be there's other things. It has to be big, right? It has to be like super detailed and elaborate, but it's like, actually, no, it's just as simple as like using these words in this order in this sentence, (laughs) or even sometimes just using a word Mm -hmm. can, you know, so profoundly impact, you know, what the Lord wants to say to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and being, um, bring Jesus like wherever you are. Oh yeah. Um, and, yeah, and so like your friend just brought Jesus with him mm-hmm. right there, mm-hmm. and um, you then brought Jesus with you to your event, and and then touched all of those other people who we can hope and pray that they're then going to bring Jesus elsewhere, elsewhere, yeah, and just like continue this this Jesus train, right? And like also, it's not even like by what I said, like it could also just be by actions like mm-hmm. that. I stood up there mm-hmm. where that I was willing to receive like what my friend said. And so again, it doesn't have to be something that's like, you know, super world changing mm-hmm. on this big, huge platform kind of thing. It can be as simple as like, I am going to receive this and I'm going to like radiate joy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to choose joy. I'm going to choose Jesus and let him flow through me. Mm-hmm. So then it can be like that two-way street we were talking about where not only do you receive, but you give. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, and I just love like the, like the fast difference between the two. Yeah. Stories. Yeah. And which makes me think of what St. Gianna says when she says God's providence is in all things. Mm-hmm. It's always present. Always present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no matter what it is, you know, awards, the conversation, He's always there, but we always have to have the mindset and the Mm -hmm. eyes to be able to look for it. Stay awake. Right. Which I think is our, our challenge to you listeners is to stay awake, Mm -hmm. to start having those eyes, having that heart, having that mind, looking for this movement of the Holy Spirit 
um, a movement of just the Lord in your life, whether you are being an instrument or whether you're receiving that mm-hmm. from from others. And gratitude in in both of those situations. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and yeah, and just yeah, recalling like the events of the day. Mm. You know. That can be so profound as well, because yeah. just to think back, like, oh yeah, today someone did open the door for me. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, that was really helpful. Yeah. And, and, and then where did you encounter the Lord through whom did you encounter the Lord? Yeah. Where did you give my love? Where did you receive my love? And just to sit back at the end of the day and say like, you are here, Lord, and you are here and you're here. Oh, you were always there. (laughs) You know, like St. Gianna said, you're actually always there. Yeah. But yeah, to have that, that mindset, um, and, and, yeah, like not not be of the world and and keep our focus on on Jesus Christ and um, knowing and serving and loving Him mm-hmm. um, and receiving His love too. So profound, mm-hmm. so amazing. Well, thank you so much for listening and for journeying alongside us as we begin this adventure of this podcast of ordinary holiness. And we are so grateful for you. Please know of our prayers of just our encouragement and our affirmation and these stories that we share. St. Gianna, pray for us. St. Jose Maria, pray for us. Thanks for listening to Ordinary Holiness. We hope you have a blessed day.